Welcome to How to Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudsey. How you feel better is an inside job, and we're going to be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudsey, a master certified coach, best selling author, and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. So I'm really delighted today to have Lucy Chamberlain on the podcast. So Lucy is passionate, fun and straight talking. She has become one of the business world's most popular motivational speakers. And over the course of her founder journey, she's worked as a TV presenter, awards judge, ICF accredited coach and award winning speaker. So Lucy, welcome to How to Feel Better. Thank you very much for having me, Ruth. And today we're going to be talking about how to build true confidence and this doesn't include power poses which has got me got me thinking we should start there yeah so yeah what does true confidence mean to you well it means something very different than it used to and I think that this is the journey that I've been on over the last couple of years and particularly since I gained my ICF accreditation because when you go through that coach um, experience and you start to develop those skills to hold space you start to notice an awful lot more about yourself, I think. And uh, you will know that because that's why so many people choose to work with you. Um, And it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. But what does it mean to me now? It means deep self-trust. Whereas probably when I started my business about a decade ago, it meant owning the room. It meant being able to command attention. It meant power, And I think for me, it involved wearing an awful lot of masks in order to feel that I was presenting as somebody with true confidence. So it's like gone from being something external where you're owning the room and people are looking at you to going, actually, it's how I feel on the inside. A hundred percent. I mean, we've all had it, haven't we, where you walk into a room and you have one of those sort of semantic experiences where you get that physical sensation where you don't necessarily feel in your body or uh, you get sweaty palms, uh, you feel like you don't want to be there, that fight, flight, freeze, Mm -hmm. fawn response. And I think now where I'm at and in terms of the steps I've taken, I'm okay, you're okay. That's where I meet everybody. And, And I'm okay if you're not okay with me too, but I show up in the world with that sense that I am on my own side and that I do trust who I am. And I think I present very differently now as a result of that. And that's really, I mean, I love that from TA, I'm okay, you're okay. Because that lets go of so many things that we have thought in the past about what our role is, doesn't it? A thousand percent. And with that, you kind of drop out of that ego place and meet someone where they're at and have that ability to connect in a different way, I think. And so with this change, we're going to talk about how you can build this as well. But with Mm. you personally, having gone through this and now this kind of this self-trust, how has that changed your business? Mm. Uh, That's an interesting one. Well, I lead 24 amazing women and... I think for me, there's been three big shifts. One, and I know we hear about it all the time, you know, Brené Brown and the power of vulnerability, but I am genuinely able to be open, 
vulnerable, super accountable for how I operate and when I make mistakes and know that that's still okay. And that is absolutely fine to be imperfectly perfect, like we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a much better leader as a result, and I'm, I'm a much better empath. And I've actually dialed down that strong people pleaser part of me that I, that's been very present, you know, because of old stuff. Mm. And so that's been a huge shift. I think the other thing for me is when I'm going out and delivering talks, workshops, again, I'm able to create shifts and changes for others by being raw and honest, but also mm. knowing that I am hopefully able to be of deep service to the people in the room because of the layers that I've peeled away and no doubt there'll be a million more layers in this you know another decade (laughs) time I will be a completely different version of myself again but right now where I'm at I think that those layers being peeled away has made an enormous difference to how I'm able to deeply connect with people Mm, okay and I, I love the fact that it's it's impacted you as a leader as well because that vulnerability when we show it's okay to make mistakes, we give everybody else that permission that they can make mistakes and they yeah. can be vulnerable and they can be all of these things as well, don't we? Yeah. And and like you, I mean, I'm obviously I'm still in recruitment, but like you, you know, I was brought up in the you know, 90s and the noughties in recruitment. It's a very, very male energy type industry. And I learned very quickly, don't cry, don't complain push yourself, you know, whether it's working crazy hours, then socializing hard. So I had all of this pushing energy and it served Mm. me very well until it didn't. Because I think eventually as you grow in awareness and consciousness, what happens is is these masks you're wearing become more and more uncomfortable and more and more difficult to keep on. Um, And yeah, for me, that meant maladaptive coping mechanisms were very much part of my daily functioning, really. Yeah. And it's interesting because definitely that, you know, that environment, it's like as a woman, we just decided consciously or unconsciously, probably unconsciously, we have to play this role. We have to be like them. My mask, I wasn't that good at wearing a mask. So that's why I didn't wear, I didn't last as long as you did. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I was a pro. I was, I was a, a pro. pro. And I remember, to, you know, just speaking to that, that I remember my ex-boss congratulating me because he hadn't been aware I'd gone through a divorce at 30 with an 18 month old whilst working full time. And so I worked five days a week. There was no choice, no flexibility. So my, these, the the layers of masks that I was having to wear then were ridiculous. And I remember in that moment thinking, I'm going to do something different. How on earth could you congratulate me for not knowing? But I've I've become such a pro at at sort of, yeah, at saying everything's okay. Everything's fine here. Like I'm okay. Well, I'm not really okay. I'm just going to pretend that I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. Was completely falling apart. Yeah. So when we there's definitely the piece about masks to help you find this way, but would you like to share the steps that you that you think help you build this true confidence, this inner trust? Yeah, a hundred percent. So confidence comes from the word confide with trust. And and I think that when I started the business, I didn't have that sense of trust in myself. And I felt all the time that it was going to fall apart if I didn't do X, Y, Z, which usually meant working longer hours, saying yes to absolutely everything, all the time getting further and further away from being in my body and connecting with what really mattered to me. And it became really clear to me early on in the business 
that I didn't trust myself. And starting a business, basically, as you know, uh, literally exposes everything you're crap at. Um, yeah. <laughs> and continues to show you everything you're crap at. And, and I think that what I made that mean to me in the beginning was that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't capable enough. I shouldn't have taken that step that I was going to be found out, all of that classic stuff. I think over the last five years, what I realized was is that I didn't want to live that way anymore. And I went to see this amazing woman called Anique Petru, who was a speaker coach. Mm. And she made me sit with her for a minute and just look into her eyes. And I couldn't do it. I just, mm. I immediately could feel, I could just feel this sense of you're going to see what's in my soul. And I don't want anyone to see that I don't feel good enough or, and I don't know myself enough. Yeah. And what I realized after that exercise is I just, and she said to me at the end, I don't think you know who you are. And it was a hard hitting comment but I think she was absolutely right I'd always been a human doing I was the person that ran the business I was the single mother that kept it all together you know I had no financial support I had no nothing he you know that that when that ended and I think I'd got so good at being something for somebody else or something for everyone else I had absolute disconnection from what mattered to me and that's been a big journey but some of the things that have helped me hugely the first was getting a coach yeah that was major change. And that was what inspired me to want to do my coaching training. Mm. The second was to learn to get into my body. I think I disconnected from that a long time ago. So I used Reiki, EFT. Um, I started looking into all sorts of different um, therapy modalities and everything that helped me to learn to regulate my system. Uh, and then it was by acts of courage. What yeah of courage can I take that will start to take me on that journey and I realized it starts with courage doing small actions taking myself out of my comfort zone going on a new course joining which is what I did I joined um, an, an entrepreneur's group I started to take little acts of courage in terms of saying no learning about boundaries because I had none really and then for me it was about compassion is learning how I could choose one thought over another, how I can be intentional in noticing the small wins in a day and um, the great stuff that happened. I started journaling, not every night, but some nights. Yeah. Uh, and then from, from sort of there, it was about looking at competence. How can I grow my understanding, my knowledge of myself, but also my subject matters so that, again, all of which then leads to that output of confidence but for me as well during that journey COVID hit we had a load of stuff going on personally the business felt unbelievably fragile um, you know we just walked into a new lease we had 37 people in the office at that time we had a lease for a year and all of a sudden the lights went out so I used food during that time a lot and so I think as I came out of that period having done a lot of the acts to start to lead to that deep self-trust, I realized I couldn't not look after the vessel that I'm in and deeply trust myself. So mm. I, again, I worked with a coach. I worked with a nutritionist. Um, I had amazing, um, I make sure always that I put in support when I want to make a change because you can't do these things on your own. You can't think your way into a new active, new way of acting and feeling. You have to act your way into that. And so I think, 
for me, that's meant a big weight loss journey, but actually that wasn't the intention. I went in wanting to feel strong, fit. I'd had a, a big heart scare. I'd ended up in a, you know, having to see a cardiologist and at, at 45, 46, I, that's not where I wanted to end up. And especially yeah. with, um, you know, looking after my daughter and, you know, I want to be around for my husband and I've got plans, you know? So. Yeah. Like this is, this is not your time. You definitely yeah. got- definitely got plans yeah so I think all of that and then starting to feel fitter and stronger and starting to understand more around nutrition and hitting the perimenopause and really looking at what that meant for my body and hormones and has has meant that that I've learned that I love to learn I've learned that I'm a really good leader um I've learned that I can create really powerful changes for myself and others and I've also learned this list can I swear shitload to learn um, <laughs> I've still got so much to, I've still got so much growing to do and so many areas where judgment will still come up for me pushing myself and others will still come up kind of control so those are the areas now that I can explore more and more in order to really continue to deepen that trust and it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's, it's never like you get there. But yeah. when you're on the place to getting there, if you've got that trust, you know that you're on the right path, don't you? Yeah. And you also get that lovely elasticity that if I mess up or, or I've, you know, I haven't, let's say I haven't found the time to exercise in a week or I can be elastic with myself and my compassion now and just think, OK, no worries. Well, yeah, let's make a better plan for next week. Let's look at what got in the way rather than deciding to then self-sabotage, which is what I would have done in the past is I would have made it mean something bad about myself that I was never going to, yeah, I was never going to do X, Y, or Z because I was X, Y, or Z. And that feels very, very different. And it's a very different way of living when you've got that elastic elasticity around habits and how you're showing up and what you're doing. Yeah, because you go into that, you know, you can go into that all or nothing thinking. It's, you, you see it with food. I mean, I, I've definitely experienced it with food or alcohol or whatever yeah. it is. Oh, well, I've had one glass of wine. Well, that's it. I might as well have the whole bottle. Or yeah. I haven't exercised for five days. That's it. I'm not going to exercise again. And it's, it's you know, we see it every year, don't we? In, yeah. in January, when people do those big, lofty, I'm never going to. Yeah. And Absolutely. you're setting yourself up to fail straight up. You straight really up are. Because um, yeah. so we're not hardwired for that kind of big, those significant change, not without a shed load of support around you. It's those incremental acts that I think lead to the big change and make change possible. Yeah. And I, I'm definitely, I'm all of those things, you know, buy one t-shirt, I think I need five in the same sort of same range of colours. You know, that that's where my brain just goes. So I have to learn to manage my, I've learned over time to help myself with those moments and find the power of the pause and um, look at different ways that I can I think sort of take myself away from a situation do I actually need five of those same t-shirts it's that scarcity mindset isn't it I read a great book actually the one one of the things that really helped and it was a while ago now but it was Nicola Paris how to meet yourself and it's a she's a New York Times bestseller and it's an it's about five grand's worth of therapy in a book I think but it takes you on a journey and it was it was the thing I think that kick-started lots of layers of work for me amazing we'll put that in the show notes as well because that's a great recommendation so 
what I've heard is it is a process. It's a step-by-step process. It's not going to happen overnight. It is about laying the foundations, getting the support, and then it's about doing those courageous things, which is actually going to transform the way that you show up in the world. A thousand percent. So for me, it's not about confidence because confidence isn't something we do or don't have. It's it's an outcome of all the ways that we show up living. You know, what are your values living aligned and aligned with those? Where are your boundaries? Where where are you you know, too flexible on those? Or where do you not have any that you need them? How can you talk to yourself in a kinder way? Who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, are these the people that are going to support you as you take those acts of courage? Everything's an act towards how you want to feel or away from, isn't it? Everything that we do. Everything, yeah. Yeah, and every, every step that you go towards, James Clear says this as well, like every action that you take towards something is like a vote for that new identity, and that new behaviour. Absolutely. And it's not linear. That's the thing is because as curveballs come in, that's not you're not going to have this sort of upwards trajectory towards feeling like your most empowered self or all the things that we're told to feel, you know, the best version of you and all the all the self-help talk that we we get sort of fed. It's mm-hmm. it's actually it's not going to be linear because life happens, but actually the self-trust bit is knowing this is okay. I'll get through this because I've got the tools in my toolbox to support me. And it may mean that I eat the pizza, have the ice cream tonight, but tomorrow I'm going to read, because that feels loving right now, but tomorrow I'm going to really look at how to take care of myself in a different way. And for me, that is not, it's not going for a massage, although that is brilliant. It is really about getting into my body. So that, you know, anything that's grounding is really, really supportive to me. Yeah, anything that mind body soul connection can happen it just makes an enormous difference in mm. terms of knowing what the right next step is for me yeah and I think it's I think getting into your body and understanding what your body needs mm. is something that we've just lost yeah and Tara Brack, who for everybody listening, she's got the most incredible meditations on her podcast and they bring you into your body in a really, really deep way. And yeah, I think she's her podcast full stop is incredible. I mean, she's an amazing, amazing woman. But yeah, definitely, if you want to find something very, very grounding, she will take you on that journey for sure. Incredible. Well, Lucy, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story and your tips. It definitely fits the theme of how to feel better. How can people find you online if they're wanting to connect with you a bit more? Yeah, brilliant. I'd love that. So you can find so uh, cncsearch.co.uk or cncacademy.co.uk or find me on LinkedIn. Just put in Lucy Chamberlain and I'll I'll normally pop up because that's where my, my sort of main followers are so yeah amazing thank you so much lucy thank you so much ruth take care take care i hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better if you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me hop on over to insta find me at ruth kidsey and drop me a message i would be delighted to talk to you take care 